Hey, Mercy College. I hope you guys have been doing really well. I, I, I hope y'all know I, I really miss you. Um, as I was, as I was thinking about what I wanted to share with you guys, um, I'm gonna be honest with you. It's actually kind of weird. I, I like finished a whole like recording of this to send, um, and as you could imagine, it was way too long. Um, just like everything I say is, um, but I, I felt like the Lord almost kind of stopped me uh, in my tracks a little bit, and I felt I just felt Him like kind of prompt me to speak to maybe somebody specifically who is struggling to believe that God wants them. Uh, I don't I don't know exactly what that might be looking like. I don't know if that is just feeling like condemned. If that is feeling uh, shame, if it's feeling guilt, if it's feeling like just a doubt of whether or not God loves you, I feel like he wants me to tell you that he does. Um, and I want to give you a picture. I want to paint a picture for you of who this God is who loves you. Um, and I, I don't want to start um, by looking at... Um, so there's this kind of like, there's this cool kind of theme that, that kind of walks through the book of Isaiah. And it's, it's surrounded by these couple of words um, that pictures who God is as holy and exalted. Um, they're the words that um, he's high and he's lifted up. Um, and so the first time, first time you see it, it's in Isaiah Chapter 6, I'm trying to get there real quick. And it's Isaiah seeing a picture of God. Uh, and he says, In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord sitting upon a throne, high and lifted up, and the train of his robe filled the temple. And he goes on and explains that these, these angelic beings are surrounding God. And all they do night and day is they cry out, Holy Holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is filled with his glory. Uh, that God is, you know, when, when something is emphasized in the Old Testament, um, the way that they do it, like in the Hebrew language, is they'll just repeat the word twice. Um, and what we see here, when God is described, like he's described as holy, but it's like it's, it's like there's, Two times doesn't even like cut it. You know, it's like he's he's holy like nothing else is holy. He's holy. He's beautiful. He's wonderful. He's glorious. He's he's awesome. He's holy, holy, holy. He's transcendent. And this is kind of the picture that uh, that Isaiah starts with, and kind of like setting us up with this this picture of who God is. Um, and again, like I said, this this is a kind of a theme that's carried throughout Isaiah's uh, book. Um, but then he, he, he mentions the same, same kind of language again, Isaiah fifty seven fifteen. Thus says the one who is high and lifted up, who inhabits eternity, whose name is holy, again, transcendent. Can't even fully wrap your mind around how big, how wonderful, how awesome, how powerful, how mighty, this God is. I dwell in the high and the holy place, is what he says. But brother, sister, who might be struggling, again, who might be struggling 
to feel like this God wants you. You might be hearing that and saying, yeah, I know that God is holy. I know that he's powerful. I, yeah, I know that he's, you know, he's wonderful. He's big. I, I, I get that. I want you to listen uh, to what God is saying to you right now. Yes, I dwell in the high and holy place and also with him who is of a contrite and lowly spirit. This word contrite, it could be, it could be translated uh, grieved, oppressed. Yes, I am holy, holy, holy. The whole earth is filled with my glory. But I have also sought you out. But I also love you. I have come down to you. You know, the, the picture is literally like of a king that's, that's lifted up, that's exalted. And I, you can almost picture him like coming down off the throne, down the hill, to the, to the people in the streets, to the oppressed, to the grieved. And the end of verse 15 says, to revive, like for the purpose of to revive the spirit of the lowly and to revive the heart of the contrite. Now, there's, there's one other place in, in Isaiah um, that this language, you know, is that the Lord, that he is high and lifted up, uh, is used. And it is in a seemingly uh, kind of surprising place. It's uh, in the passage leading right into Isaiah 53 where the servant of the Lord, who is Jesus, who is the Lord, is said to be uh, that we will see him high and lifted up. And, and we know, looking back, that that is not high and lifted up to a, a glorious and beautiful throne that he deserves. That high and lifted up is high and lifted up onto a cross. And listen... Listen to the way that Isaiah describes that. He describes that cross as Jesus having borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. You know what kind of king does that? One who loves you fiercely. One who loves you like crazy. And I, I want you to hear, again, I want you to hear his words to you. Isaiah 55, right, just right over, probably the same page as Isaiah 53. He says, come, everyone who thirsts, come to the waters, he or she who has no money. Come, buy and eat, come, buy wine and milk without money and without price. Why do you spend your money for that which is not bread and labor for that which does not satisfy? Come to me, all who are burdened and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Brother, sister, if, if you have been doubting whether or not this God loves you, if our King Jesus cares for you, let me assure you that he does. There is no room in his heart toward you for shame.
for frustration. He loves you. He delights in you. I pray that you would believe that and cling to that.